Hey everyone, and welcome back to another week with the HLP. Before we get started this week, I wanted to let everyone know that this Tuesday, May 16th, the first episodes of Speak with Plants, our 2E conversion of Iron Fang Invasion, will be out. Now, episode one and two will be on the Bestow Curse feed for free. So if you want to get a taste of maybe what that's like, you can listen there on the first two episodes for free. And the third episode will be out on the Patreon feed already. With that, I'll welcome you into episode 248. I'm Oven It. liquor and things that go boom then buckle up listener because this one's for you prepare yourself for the hideous laughter podcast hey everybody and welcome back to the hideous laughter podcast episode 248 it's oven time i'm oven her but above, I'm oven it. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's an episode title right there. Uh, I hope you guys brought your pizza rolls. You brought your, uh, I don't know what else. What else goes in an oven? Your cookie, your cookie dough. Your mm. keep going, honey. Right. I'm believing you. I can't batter. quite think of any more. Yeah, uh, your casseroles. Your your one one pot uh, casseroles. Oh, I've never heard of. I've never heard of that. I've. I mean. What about hot uh, hot dish? Nope, those don't belong in an nope. oven. <laughs> Never heard of a hot dish. Throw it away. Hot pocket. Probably throw a hot dish away because it's Bad. too hot. You know. Yeah. Why would you even have a dish that hot? But uh, what what else? Because name your favorite thing that goes in an oven, Steve. Oh, good question. Um, I do like me some cookies. Uh, the temptation is to say pizza, but I find that the uh, the pizza that you make in your oven usually is uh, is inferior to the pizza that you would get from a pizza place, mm-hmm. which also goes in an oven. So. Well, you know, well, like yeah, a pizza, a, like, yeah, you know, pizza I'm, I'm talking like the difference oven. between oh, okay. yeah, like a frozen pizza and mm-hmm. um, and a regular pizza. I I guess I'm gonna say cookies. I don't think that's a great answer, but I think it's a fine one. Yeah. Okay. What are you drinking? Okay. Ooh, okay. I am drinking the Patreon drink, and I usually don't have to answer this question. Emily, when it's the be- yeah, there we go. <laughs> this is the Seymour Dickel Martini. Oh, come on. Uh, this was suggested by Jason. Come on with that name. <laughs> I oh, love Jason. the creative name he gave this one. Oh, boy. It is two parts vodka, one part dill pickle brine, and a dry vermouth to rinse the glass. Uh, you shake it in a shaker with ice, strain in a rem- vermouth rinsed glass, and then garnish with a dill pickle. Sophisticated. Mm. We only made one alteration to this one because we we only had sweet vermouth and that wasn't going to work. Mm. So we actually rinsed the glasses with Everclear that had uh, that had pickles in it for the past like two and a half years. That worked. <laughs> Emily's eyes went so wide when you said Everclear. It had pickles. It was really pungent, wasn't it, guys? Yeah. Moonshine pickles. Yeah, Yeah, the moonshine pickles. 
So typically, typically when when I'm making a drink that says like rinse the glass, mm-hmm. you rinse, rinse the, glass the glass and then freeze it. Well, that sounds like way more effort than we ever like put you put in the it. glass yeah. in the freezer while you're shaking your drink so that it gets. That's great, Brooks. Did you do that with yours? I made it, and no, I did not. <laughs> There's only one fan of of salty drinks. (laughs) But we did have dry vermouth, so it is in there. Okay. And hey, we're recording on Friday. Happy Fri-yay, everybody. Oh, Fri-yay. Fri-yay. Happy Fri-yay. Thanks, Steve. Um, Cheers. (laughs) Cheers. Trying to get a clink on the... uh... Oh, beautiful. Hopefully that came through. Salty (laughs) drinks, man. Mm. It's Mm. pickly. Yeah, uh, ours ours is pretty vodka. It kind of sucks. Sucks huh. so bad. <coughs> Same proportions. Oh god, that sucks so bad. Holy I had just... a couple seeds in mine. That's so bad. Oh wow, that's courtesy okay. of me, buddy. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Ooh. I made sure I made sure to spread the seeds around. Mm. Yeah. So I just went into my sidecar. Yeah, what's your sidecar? Astra Birch Beer Hard Seltzer because uh, I can't drink that. Holy crap, it's just <laughs> vodka. Well, I mean. It's just vodka, Griffin. I asked. I literally asked downstairs, does anyone want more pickle juice? I don't think that's going to save it. I think it would <laughs> it be fine. It does. We added extra pickle juice. What? Mm-hmm. It helps a lot. Oh, I hate the salty drinks. Pickle juice tastes way better than vodka. You went extra pickle juice on something that was already just shot-sized on your end? We're full-ass glasses over here. Yeah. Our we bitches. scaled it down. It was parts. So we mm. did small parts and then added extra pickle juice. Yes, we Proportionally as disgusting, <laughs> if you ask me. We'll all be on the same level for episode two tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh. so, I mean, well, yeah. I, I like it. I could use more pickle juice, I think. You know, I, I, I think we have two issues working against us because we use like Svedka vodka because that's all we had, which is, you know, just no good. And then so the taste of Svedka. Just original mm-hmm. uh, and not enough pickle juices is, is what's getting me here. Yeah, I, th- I think a lot went wrong. I also don't like the taste of vodka. Just I garnished all of them. Yeah, that was great. It was a really good pickle. It was a good presentation. Yeah, I, I did eat mm. the pickle before we went on air, so you know, that hey, uh, had that you know. Take notes, Emily. You know you're gonna hear you're gonna yeah. hear me crunching uh, thirty minutes in when I finish my drink. <laughs> get to the bottom and find my pickle. <laughs> <laughs> I, I took I took mine off the side. Hey, put it put it deep in the drink. Hey, Griffin, pickle? Griffin, can we play that game later? Find my pickle. Find the pickle. <laughs> How do you do that remote? I don't know. Boys Week finds a way. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can, we can play. Yeah, usually it's hide the pickle, Brooks. <laughs> we can do that too. You can play. You can play hide the pickle and find the pickle. It's just. Yeah, pick pick the order. Guess that's essentially the same game. Now that I think about it, <laughs> yeah. I mean, unless it's hide the pickle, then you just lose it. Well, I mean, if you if you play a two player, you know where the pickle is, <laughs> right? There's no find the pickle in a game for two. I, mean, yeah, I guess I mean, if we're I guess if we're playing find the pickle as a five sum, then yes, there's there's a you know there's a there's a component of searching. <laughs> If you don't, if you don't win, find the pickle as a two player game in a couple seconds. That's not a good look. <laughs> You're in trouble. 
<laughs> well, I guess I guess we could get to the episode that'd now. Be, that'd you know, I, I didn't ask anyone else what their favorite thing in the oven is, but uh, oh, mine's definitely me. not. That's definitely not a top ten place to hide the pickle. I'll tell you Ooh. that. No, yeah. that's, that's down. That's low, <laughs> low on the list. Very low on the low list. Low on the list to find the pickle spots. <laughs> if you're looking for it, it's not going to be there probably. Yeah. You want you want to know what my favorite thing is to find in find in an oven? <laughs> I guess or or put. It's a bun. Emily's a pregnant what? again. A bun. Uh, no, I was just <laughs> drinking alcohol on air. Yeah. I'm very much so not pregnant. I don't know. Brooke said it, so it's got to be true, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he does know it, so. Name a better way to tell us you played fi- Hide the Pickle earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Emily holds up the test. Right. <laughs> Found it. Not soon oh. enough, apparently. <laughs> That was horrible. <laughs> that was like the the like uh really bad like you see the people who went to your high school that you don't really know and you see all the like really bad pregnancy announcements. Oh that, yeah. That's exactly what you just reminded me of. Yep. Ooh. He put mayo in my sandwich. <laughs> now we're having a little subway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, I know the exact type. He spread my buns and put the mayo in. Oh, now God. we're fixing a sandwich for three. Why do you keep and going then you to like sandwich? Share that announcement with your parents. Do you want to know what my favorite one of my favorite announcements ever? I, I tell you, everyone, please go out and try this. All you got to do is seal the pregnancy test in epoxy in a brick form clear epoxy toss it through a window (laughs) just just keep it as is just sealed pregnancy test for eternity yep that's a family heirloom right there absolutely a a friend that uh yeah friend did that he pulled his sword from my stone and now we're making the king of england How many of these have you seen? I'm just making these up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, ta- I'm, I'm taking notes for myself. Oh, I just looked up bad pregnancy announcements. Mm-hmm. There's some really bad ones. Yes. Uh, wow. My Re- coffee needed extra creamer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait. Recipe for baby. One cup mommy. Three oh. pumps daddy. Mixed with love. Bake until July. <laughs> Yuck. 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 Also, I think those measurements are reversed. Right? Like, that's not right. That's way more daddy material than oh. mommy. Well, which three, is- pumps. three pumps. Three oh, pumps. I thought I heard cups. Pumps. Three cups, oh. daddy. <laughs> oh. I mean, whoa. I mean, the guy in that situation shouldn't. He's getting right off on He's three pumps. Yeah. <laughs> like my dude, you. Come on, can can we at least put a, a few dozen pumps, daddy, on there, please? <laughs> what lastly left our heroes? Uh, they they defeated a clipoth. In a, in a room filled with corpses, and then they opened the door to a big old oven golem. That's it. <laughs> All right. Here's the music. <laughs> I need everybody to roll for initiative. 
Uska. 28. Oh, thank God. How about Lyra? Also a 28. Oof. Hoisted, uh, I guess you could pick who's first. Yeah, so. same, same initiative on both of those. Uh, why don't we have Lyra go first so she can have the Brolani move in? Okay. Durin. All right, Durin has a dirty 30. Ikmer. 20. Herbert. 32. Matumbe. And this is why I said thank God for Emily's characters, because I got a 27 for Matumbe. Uh-huh. So she broke me up. <laughs> Did she? Yes. Lyra, they both, Lyra and yeah, Uska, Uska should, yeah, should both have a 28. My characters might be at the end of the beginning. Eclipse. Seven. Oh. Tulia. 27. <laughs> so what's that modifier? 12. Okay, so you go before me. All right. But don't worry, I broke up Igmar and Air Bear. Thank goodness. Oh, for being last and first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, at the start of the combat is Air Bear. You know, Air Bear is seeing seeing himself being able to uh, take advantage of acting of acting first. And so he is going to challenge the creature and say, We could feel you from all the way in the other hall in the hallway. You are too hot to be uh, seriously threat for us and challenge and move up with uh, also with his boot to speed okay alright the creature does have combat reflexes so it's going to attack you okay that's a dirty 40 ooh yes that does 27 points of adamantine bludgeoning damage and 8 points of fire damage. Alright. And then he is going to finish his uh, his turn with being able to attack once. Okay. Oh man. We are um, well we're, we're we can't get too much lower. 28 probably 28 is not, not going it. to hit. No. All right, Durin is up next. All right, the first thing that Durin needs to do is roll a knowledge check. And this appears to be some sort of construct, Sorakana? Yep. Cool. Oh, man, not too hot. That's a 29. Uh, you know nothing. Shit. All right, well, I think there are probably some slightly basic things that we know about golems in general. Um... I really think Durin's going to struggle this combat, and here's why. The vast majority of my damage comes from bombs. This thing is sure to have great DR, and my choices are fire, ectoplasm, a more intense fire, good divine damage with the holy bomb, and this is going to be probably a neutral creature, and then the void bombs, which the special effects aren't going to do anything within this, this place, and they do less damage overall, so it's probably not going to do a great job punching through any DR. I, I think that's probably, unfortunately, the one that he's got to go with. So he is going to go ahead and activate as a move action his bullseye shot. He is going to uh, aim his bow at the creature, put a void bomb on there, because I don't think 
that good or any of that elemental damage is going to do me anything at all mm -hmm. and at least try with a void bomb. So let's see if I even hit here. Ooh, that'll probably do it. That's going to be a 42. Yep, that'll hit. Sweet. All right, we're going to start with some piercing damage. 11. Does that appear to cut through at all? You see the arrow just crack in half off of the creature. All right, so DR is definitely over 11. Um, how about some bludgeoning damage as the bomb explodes? Let's see here how much I do. All right, 21 points of bludgeoning damage. And as a large creature, I'll need a reflex save. Sure. Uh, only a 20. All right, 20 is a failure, so you would take 14 points of bludgeoning damage, which probably not going to take. Um, geez, that this is he is going to be absolutely useless this combat, and I think that's pretty much it. That's tough. And and just to reconfirm here, the void bomb does have some movement ha hampering capabilities, but since we're in Ren Church, everything essentially has freedom of movement, right? Uh, no. Only the evil creatures do. Only the evil creatures. Wow. Okay. Well, only the evil, you know, every everyone in the unhallow that is undead and evil. Great. You know. Let me oh. get a reflex save then. My yeah, low that's row, right. Low row would be huge. Golems here. are, yeah, golems are like true neutral, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, that is a 24. Okay, that's a meets, beats, mm. and it really... You, you made the right decision, Brooks, but it really sucks that Air Bear moved in because his move speed is reduced to five feet for a round with that Void Bomb. Otherwise, he would have been prone. All right, well, I can keep trying to prone him every uh, every round, but that's pretty much it. That's his turn. Okay. Lyra. Lyra immediately starts singing to inspire courage to everyone. She also wants to know more about this creature, uh, but I know that... Lyra can't beat a 29, so it's not going to be effective. Probably we'll have to wait for Matumbe to go. I'd say that's a fair assessment. Yeah, uh, but Lyra can get her summoned Berlani companion to rush into the room. So it's going to move around, and then it has... I'm going to have to zoom in here. It has 10-foot reach. Yep, so if it's moving within 10-foot reach, it's going to get an attack of opportunity. Okay, and it would like to kind of move up Unless, for flanking. Uh, if you're, if you're, so my creature has 15 feet reach. Are you, when you're against the wall there, are you within 15 feet of it? I'm so, having a really hard time seeing what the squares are. With yeah, I know. There's like a tiled floor. Just put yourself there real quick and I'll, yeah, so I'm able to get you uh, from 15 feet. So you are going to take an attack of opportunity. No matter which side of the room you move by, um, uh, and the you know the ceiling is in this chamber is thirty feet high, so you can't really get over him. So if you want to get around him like that, you're gonna have to take an AOO. If you just want to move up to him, I think to get yeah, unless you five foot, you're gonna take one either way because he's got longer reach than you. So uh, unless you take like a five foot to get into his reach, you're gonna have to move through his reach one square to get within reach of him. So yeah, you can go wherever you want. It's gonna be an AOO. If that's what it is, that's what it's gonna be. Okay, here it comes. 
Uh, and there is blur, so 20% concealment if it can't see through that. It does not have an ability to see through blur. So I need a 21 or higher. Yes. Okay. That is a 95. Ah. Uh, and a 38 to hit. Yep. Definitely going to hit. Is this going to wreck your entire Brulani? I hope not. <laughs> so actually, same exact damage, uh, I think, with 27 uh, points of adamantine slashing damage, magical adamantine slashing, and then eight points of fire damage. So if you have fire resistance, obviously take that off. Yep. Uh, fire resistance and with adamantine, that would go through damage reduction to cold iron or evil because that's lower. No, it would not. Oh, so okay. Specifically, this weapon is adamantine, so it bypasses adamantine resistance. It is not a plus five weapon to, ah. to get there. So sweet. Okay, um, that's not too bad then. So yeah, it, it is. It's not a good weapon, or it's not a, not an evil weapon, or whatever. So, um, so it's not going to bypass that. All right. Well, the Berlani has pretty good movement, so is able to move up, and so now it's going to make one attack. Okay. Ooh, that is a 31. 31 does not hit. Oh. Even with the flank. Wow. Shoot, okay. But, I mean, you're in its grill. And uh, setting up a flank so other people don't need to necessarily move around to get that flank. So it's it's something. And we'll yep. see. Maybe it has another ability it could use against it. We'll see with the knowledge. Uska. Uska moves up into the room. And she shimmies along the back wall and uh, gets out of the way of the door while she's flying. So she has her increased movement speed. And then she watched the Berlani attempt an attack and miss. So she uses her hampering hex and is gonna throw a menacing glare at this creature. And this is not mind affecting but I do need it to make a will save. Okay. 25. Oh my gosh, that just beats it. So it will have a minus four to its AC and CMD for one round. Okay, what kind of effect is this? Is this like, this is just a hex that's... Yes, this is a, this is the hampering hex. Successful will saving throw reduces this to just one round. Uh, and then whether or not the save is, success- is successful, a creature affected by this hex can't be targeted by this hex again for 24 hours. Uh, it comes from the battle spirit, but it does not say that it is a mind-affecting effect. Okay. Yeah, I'm just trying to check because this thing's immune to a ton of stuff. Okay. I can pull up a more detailed... Like, I, you know, I, I don't know if this counts as like a magic effect. Probably not. It is a hex. Because it's not a... Yeah, I don't know if hexes count as... It's a supernatural? Yeah, so, again, that doesn't tell me much. Because supernatural can still... Um, I'm, I'm going to say it, it works. I I don't really think there's anything within a construct that would make it not work. Unless it was, like, a mind-affecting thing. Okay. It's just, like, you guys all know, obviously, like, golems are immune to spells and that kind of thing, so... yeah. Um, but I don't think that would have like a spell resistance tag on it, which is usually the 
the factor when determining whether it'll affect it. It does not, which is why I was trying to use this one, because I know it's going to be tricky as a spellcaster to try to hurt this creature. And so it was minus four to AC and what else? CMD. CMD. Uh until the end of its, or until the, until your next turn? Yeah, just one round, mm-hmm, since okay. it's saved. It's a right. pretty effective debuff, though. Yeah. Yeah, really powerful if it they don't succeed, and then it's uh, for many more rounds, for 14 rounds, so much nicer. Batumbe, you're up. Yeah, so I kind of hate what I have to do here, but he is... 35 feet away from this creature and behind Ikmer, so he can't charge and hit it. So what he's gonna do, he's gonna get into the room, double moving to get up in the creature's business. And since I'm double moving and going to provoke an attack of opportunity anyway, Matumbe is going to circle around this creature counterclockwise. We're all basically south of the creature and he's gonna get up into its grill and then move around to try and block off that back corner of the room if it tries to retreat or um, set up flanks for people that come running in and want to uh, attack it up close. Sounds good. I'm sure I'm, a, I'm incurring, so yep. let me get it. You might actually be okay. Uh, 35. 35 won't do it. Yep. That will not do it. But unfortunately, that's his full turn, except for the knowledge check that I'm about to roll. So okay. here we go. Oh, I gotta, gotta get something here. All right, that, that should... That'll be a fabulous 50. A fabulous 50 gets you exactly four questions. All right. Special defenses. We're starting there. Special defenses. It has DR. Mm -hmm. It has immunity to ability drain, ability damage, bleed, death and necromancy effects, disease, energy drain, exhaustion, fatigue, fire, uh, magic, mind affecting, non-lethal damage, paralysis, poison, sleep, and stunning. That's about it for its defensive abilities. That's a pretty good list. How about what that DR looking like? Okay, it's DR 15 adamantine. Ooh, baby. Okay, there are specific spells that do goofy things when they interact with golems. What's this creature got going on here? Sure. All right, so... Uh, sorry, I forgot to miss a... Uh, it's also... It has energy resistance to cold. Uh, uh, however, any magical attack that deals cold damage that can bypass its energy resistance slows the oven golem for a round with no saving throw. Ooh. That's big. Ooh, that's money. That's really big. Okay. And then I have one more question. Does anybody want to know anything specifically? This may be way too niche. And so if it is, you don't have to ask it. Uh, but the Berlani has a wind ability that has a 50% chance of extinguishing <laughs> flames that are covered. I'm guessing this is like a magical flame. So it might not, you know, have the same effect on like extinguishing this creature. But is there any sort of weakness or anything if you can like using wind kind of put out its pilot light yeah put out this pilot light mm, very funny yes um I, I, maybe i'll just generally ask for weaknesses 
because I think something like that should be included in, mm -hmm. in that. So, Griff, this is usually a little bit of a shot in the dark, but let me hear a weakness if we got one. I mean, I, I think it's, you know, it's it's weakness again is just going to be that cold. Yeah. But I'll give you this because you asked for weakness. It's uh, energy resistance to cold is 30. So you're going to have to do a pretty Ooh. strong oh. cold spell to bypass it, to slow it. All right. That is definitely valuable information. I appreciate that uh, for the weakness question. And that's it. That's me. Okay. Julia. I was hoping that it would be electricity and not cold, but I have cold. It's just not as easy. Hey, if you can do electricity, there was no resistance to that mm. or immunity. But the if magic. The no, the oh, magic shit. Immunity. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unless the electricity has like a. You got some sort of like Tesla no coil gun? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. I knew that was a little bit of a shot in the dark. Yeah, it sucks because even like magic missile doesn't work. Yeah, but with all of those, with all of those uh, immunities and stuff, like I, you know, there's nothing really in there to kind of tell you what to do about like witch hexes, because <laughs> most of those are mind affecting, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How do you? They usually indicate though if they are. Yeah. Mm hmm. Okay, Tulia just heard Matumbe go off, and it was great. She is gonna move into the room, thirty feet, and then she is going to open up her mouth and do a dragon's breath, but specifically a cone of cold, and she is going to increase the DC. Okay. So. Ooh, okay. Is that reflex? It is reflex. Okay, that's a 29. So that succeeds, so it's only half, so that's probably not great. All right, well, we'll see if I am able to do enough damage to actually bypass anything. Now that we know they saved. <laughs> So it's going to be 12d6, and I got 45, so split it in half. We're not going to go above 30. Uh, I was hoping to just slow it. That sucks. Okay, well, that's Tulio's turn. All right. It is the Oven Golem's turn. I think I'm going to take it. Now, keep in mind, that's going to provoke attacks of opportunity. That move is going to... It's a five-foot step. But your movement speed is reduced to five feet, which means you oh, can't I forgot do a about five that. Stop. Yeah, then it won't move. I forgot about the bomb thing. Yeah, I think I can still cleave all of you with greater cleave. Um, so that's what it's gonna do. It's gonna um, one of its arms. You notice again is like that butcher knife, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it just takes that, and it's like oven body just rotates on its legs, so its legs stay stationary, and the body just swiftly spins around. Uh, hitting, because you're all within its reach, hitting Air Bear, uh, Matumbe, and the Brilani. Well, we'll see if it hits all of them. Um, I've got to actually, with Cleave, hit. Mm -hmm. um, but I am going to go ahead and turn power attack on. I know you're set on the big knife imagery, but like since it's an oven gom, could it be a very sharp uh, pizza thing? The <laughs> pizza cutter? <laughs> you know, the, uh, the, like, the... the the thing you see the pizza like the, plate like, yes yeah the yeah. paddle the paddle the paddle <laughs> very sharp paddle okay so for air bear that is a uh 38 and i know you have some benefit for being underfoot so that is true and a meat beats okay 
Okay, 38 points of slashing damage and 5 points of fire. Then it's swinging out at Matumbe next. Let's see. 39. That gets it. Okay. It's 35 points of slashing damage and 7 points of fire damage. And then for the Berlani, I'll roll my mischance first. Ooh, only a 16. Woo! So that'll miss the Berlani entirely. Um, and that is its turn, because it cleaved. Ickmer's up next. Oh, fuck, I didn't think about that. Probably shouldn't have turned power attack on. <laughs> mm. Hey, those are going to suck against Ickmer. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, Ickmer is actually going to sheathe his holy sword that he got from Desna and draw the outward in cup. The adamantine tankard. Yes. Um, don't worry, everyone. I did the math. It, it It's probably going to work out. Fine. <laughs> you should have you been confidence. Uh, it's probably gonna work. You should have been adding enhancement bonuses to that sucker. My my dubious <laughs> my plus four. My dubious math. Listen, yeah, that would that would be great. <laughs> I keened it. Oof! You got a double move up I there. I do. Though? I do. I do. Well, and because you, sh- do you because do you, are you dropping the sword or are you sheathing the sword? <sighs> I am I, I'm full dropping, full yeah, dropping. Drop Gotta. I'll I'll say the tankard's a weapon because that's how it's been used. So you can you can draw that as part of a move action. Much appreciated. I guess when you have improvised weapon, everything's a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, he's gonna take an AOO against you, but I'm pretty confident. Yeah. I need to roll in the top ten percent of all rolls. Ah. Uh, I mean, it's a decent roll. Had I not turned power attack on, I actually would have hit you. Um, wow, that's but, really high then. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's like yeah. in the 30s when he's uh, not power attacking. Uh, but that's only a 42. Yeah, that's not going to do it. So double attack, draw, or uh, double. Um, double move, draw the tanker. Yes. All right. Eclipse. Okay, Eclipse is going to spend an action to Bane Construct. Okay. And then uh, she is going to fly up 20 feet. Okay.-ish. And then because I, I can't do, I can't really attack this round, but the Lopper is then also going to come up. Is he going to charge? I don't think I can because I technically am going through a wall. So I have to- No, everyone could move straight from there. That, oh. We were counting that as like the because remember the hallway is like two half squares and a middle square. Gotcha. So we were counting the right side as a full square through the door. So you could do that. If I, it's up to you. You obviously can't power attack or you can't vital strike as part of a charge. No, but I could charge up and headbutt it. Mm-hmm. Get the bonus from charge. You'll be flanking. You should have pretty good to I'll hit. I'll do that. Who's he flanking with? Uh, the Berlani. Berlani, yeah. yeah. All right, you're going to take an AOO. I know. Uh, that's only a 32. 32. Does it with the charging? Because 
Doesn't that take a minus? Minus two. Yeah. Here you see. With the charging, it doesn't. Okay. 30 points of slashing damage and four points of fire. All right. And now to try and headbutt. Yep. Nice. That's nice, nice. 38. 38 hits. Okay. All right. So first things first. Since you're using a natural attack, uh, you take five points of fire damage. Thanks so much. You're welcome. And then go ahead and roll your damage, and then after that, he's going to take his retaliatory strike, because he's a commando construct. I really love you. I know you do. That's why I keep killing the lopper. Get closer to you. I feel the need to say that out loud sometimes. Alright, that's Whoa. 35 points of damage. 35 damage. Awesome. Does, uh, I know 15 goes out, but... Yeah, but, you know, 20 goes in. Uh, and then <laughs> the retaliatory strike happens. And that's higher than the last one, so that'll hit. Just so you guys know, I'm rolling shit, because I have a 15 to 20 crit range, and I haven't crit any of you yet. Wow. Oh, I'm so pissed. I'm so pissed. All right, the lopper takes 11 points of fire damage and 39 points of slashing. (laughs) This is so bad. He will die in another hit. Now, remember, if you have any DR, this is a magical adamantine weapon, but it is not like... My DR is 10 magic or 5 slashing. Okay. So I'm good. Yeah, I already checked. Appreciate it, though. Yeah, so like anyone with... I think anyone with... It's, it's got to be like DR alignment that he won't be able to bypass. Yeah, alignment is a plus five to bypass, and uh, ethic is a plus six to bypass. I just looked this up. All right. Air Bear is up. And Air Bear is underfoot, so he is going to attack. Forward. Underfoot and flanking. Yeah. Yep, and this guy's uh, still hampered until Uska's turn. Should be good. All right, the first 41. 41 hits. Fantastic. The next one is going to be a 38. 38 hits. And the next is actually a natural 20. So, hell yeah. And then... After that, we've got a 38 with a critical hit. So, um, of those four hits, we have two critical critical threats. Okay. How much hit points do you have? Do I have? Yeah, because he's going to hit you every time you hit him. Ow. Oh, my God. Um, thought there'd be a limit on these. You know, until his AOOs run out. Oh, man. Oh, how many AOOs does he do? Well, now that you say that... <laughs> Um, I think, I think he's probably a bit on the, you know, he, he might have more than I do. And I don't want to, I don't want to play this game. <laughs> I mean, I think we're playing the game. I, I mean, I think we are playing the game, but like, oh boy. I, I mean, maybe you pull back if you're at like 10 hit points and you realize total. he just keeps smashing you. Um, okay. Well, you know, I can I can miss you too. So, uh, so after the first attack, <laughs> you want to do your damage for the first attack? Yeah, I can. Thirty. Okay. 
And then I will swing at you in turn. Okay. Natural one. See? They won't all hit. Yay! Okay. Good things come to those that hit. <laughs> you want to give me your damage on the next one? I'm such a philosophizer. <laughs> 42. Okay. Probably not with a 30. Correct. Curse you, power attack. My hubris to <laughs> cleave everybody. A real shame. I think I can hit you on a two when he's not power attacking. <laughs> he takes like a minus eight when he power attacks. Wow. Oh, geez. The damage bonus must be insane. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You want to know what my confirm roll was? Yeah. Sure. It was a 20. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hopefully on the die, right? Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't get excited otherwise. <laughs> What's that, a four? <laughs> 84. Uh, you know what that comes out to? 69. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Comes another one. Let's see if I can't give you one nope. more of those sixty uh, nines. Yep. Let's see what you got. So far, I've rolled a, a one, a two, and a three. Jeez, that's rough. All right, to confirm, thirty nine. Yeah, That'll confirm. Oh, eighty total. Eighty total destroys the co- <gasps> the oven. Wow! What incredible job, Brooks. Shredded that thing. That really was all you. Dang. Uh, and unfortunately, I need everyone in the room to make a reflex save. Mm. Oh, no. What happens? Does it like explode or something? It does. All the fire in the oven releases through the door as Air Bear puts it down. It pretty much just explodes wall to wall, lighting all the braziers in the room and also scorching the entire party. Alright, well when I rolled my knowledge check for this creature, I did roll a 6 on the d6, so I will absolutely use that for this creature's effect. My leopard stat investigator's cap. Yeah. And, and I don't think it's going to matter with this 2 on the die, 26 oh, no. total. Steve, okay. I've never heard you use it before. I'm kidding. Come on. <laughs> Bad roll. Bad roll. The Berlani got a 27. And Uska got a 23. Okay. Tulia got a 30. That sounds like the first success of the night. Mm. Unless Blur does something for your reflex saves. <laughs> I don't think so. And then Eclipse got a 27. Mm. How about the Lopper? The Lopper failed. Oh, you didn't roll in that 20? You got a 10. <laughs> That's a bummer. What about, total. What about 10 total. Oh. Did I get, get Durance? Thurning in the room. Oh, isn't is he? He's a standing next to a pile of corpses with Lyra. Oh yeah, Lyra. Yeah, Lyra doesn't need to either. Yeah, I didn't even. Thank didn't goodness. Even you guys are part of this combat, mm-hmm. I guess. But yeah, I think. You're All right. Well, Eclipse far. is ready to take extra damage, so. Yeah, you're good. And Air Bear only got a twenty-four. Just so uh, focused on trying to hit this thing, he isn't isn't ready for it. But Ikmer, on the other hand, with a natural twenty on the die. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. 
Okay, so DC was 28. Oh, um, so yeah, a lot of you were close. <laughs> Batumbe almost got it on the net, too. I know. So those of you that failed take 78 points of fire damage. Christ! Uh, and then a success is 39 points of fire damage. Well, Matumbe's got 52 health left. He's singed up and banged up, but he's standing. I don't know if I can say the same for everybody else in the party here. Bear Bear is singed <laughs> all the way like down to the points. down to the skin, but standing. I was gonna say I didn't hit on any of those attack of opportunities. If I had you on one of those, you'd be dead. You're so right, 100. I have eight here. left. The Berlani is still up, and it has cure serious wounds that it can use still. <laughs> nice. And it's only up thanks to the fact that it has uh, fire resistance. Otherwise, it'd be out. <laughs> With its last breath, please. Yeah, Haley, what's the uh, Eclipse Lopper sitch? Not good. Is Eclipse taking like 150 damage? Oh, no. oh, up. Eclipse took an extra 50, yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Lyra and Durin see just this gout of flame uh, shoot, you know, through the door. It doesn't, it, you feel the heat off of it, but you don't, it doesn't uh, burn you. But all your friends, it looks like, uh, you know, you see, like, their shadows for a second, like a nuclear blast. And then, like, the fire rips through the room, and uh, and you just see them all, like, scorched. It, it doesn't look like anybody, you know, went down, went down, but, uh, but this fire just completely decimated the party. And you see that the golem has, like, kind of, like, sunk now to its knees the fire is out but its chest cavity the oven is still open and now you can clearly see not blocked by flames this shimmering portal within its belly so what are you guys doing you've defeated the oven this portal waits in front of you but at the back of the room there's a double door from which you heard the screams of Kendra Lorimore. Well, Durin moves into the room. I don't want to speak for Emily, but I imagine Lyra might do the same. Yes. So we're all kind of together. Everyone's uh, burned to a crisp. No hair left on anybody. Yeah. Except Durin and Lyra. Um, and obviously we're going to have to heal up, but Matume's going to take a look at this golem because you said like in its belly or something, there's some sort of portal. Yeah. Now that is curious. I've never seen a golem with some sort of, I don't know, realm in its stomach. Let me take a peek here. What What if I even roll on that? Be an arcana. Okay. Yeah, you could probably roll a spellcraft too. Eclipse. Perhaps you might be able to identify with your knowledge of spells and the like. I have history of magic in my repertoire. Um, I could help, but also I think Tulia would be able to help. Uh, no, I guess she can if she wants. <laughs> so oh, right. We hate Tulia right now. Okay. Correct. Uh, so <laughs> Gotta keep the good things straight, you know. But Tulia is going to want to roll. Is this 
this is just a general spellcraft. I, yeah. I'm, I'm rolling Arcana. I don't know, Griff, if you're allowing these to like stack between the two different types of rolls. Yeah, that, that's fine. I don't care. Okay. Durin's going to auto-aid Mitsumbe. That would bring up to a 48. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's Lyra also to aids. keep piling up on that. All right, I mean, so we're going to clear 50. Yeah, I was going to say, Tulia and Eclipse technically could also auto-aid, but... What, flirtatious 50? No, no, 30, 40. You 30, 40. Uh, I kind of vary on what I call 50. The fuckable 50. That's what it actually, is. Actually, yeah, I think you've actually used that one before. So, yeah, let's go with that one. Uh, 41 for spellcraft. And to find the pickle 50. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but uh, it is less uh, for Eclipse, so 41 is the highest spellcraft. Okay. Um. So you guys know that this is the entrance to a demiplane using the spell create demiplane. It appears the entrance was anchored to the inside of this golem in order to protect it. You think the golem probably had some sort of command word to quench its flame and allow entrance. Um, with a an arcana that high, you know that the plane is currently occupied. You can tell from the state of the portal. You can also tell that the portal is dangerous in some way. I'm going to give that to Matumbe because he can kind of sense magical traps as well. Uh, This isn't really a trap, but while the plane itself would allow anyone to pass through the portal, almost like you guys did with the mirror, if you, you think you would need to mess with the portal in order to not be damaged on the other side. You think that there's some sort of magical precaution that would go off if if those not like designated by Nana Opal were to enter. Uh, Interesting. So at that he's going to say it appears there are some wards on the entrance to the inside of this oven golem demiplane, but we may be able to circumvent them. I, I don't know who's in there, but I think somebody is. And I don't think it's a far reach to say that if Nana Opal is in fact a lich, a lich hides a phylactery somewhere. She likes to bake. I don't think it's a crazy stretch to think that perhaps where her phylactery is located is maybe inside this oven creature. It's all supposition on my end, but I think there is logic there. I reckon you're correct. I think I gotta go in there. I see. Kendra appears to be in trouble. The carrion crown we know is at least close, if not almost complete. I can't help but feel that I bear some responsibility for Kendra's capture and the completion of the recipe. I wish the defeat of this opal as much as anyone in this room, but I fear that I cannot find myself to dis- to be distracted by Nana Opal. I must stop the creation of the Carrion Crowd. I'm with you, Matumbe. We gotta save Kendra. We took what? her right to Adivion. We can't leave her now. I feel awful. I I have to go after her as well. But if Nana Opal has Saw, he's, he's part of my pack, and... I'm I'm sorry, but I I have to I have to stick with my pack. I hadn't considered that myself. 
I think that is the most likely situation that we would find ourselves in, Ikma, if we went through that portal. And as much as I would like to see this mission complete now and the Carrion Crown stopped, the only reason I am here is because Captain Anya Savarine pulled me out of the gutter. She hired me on for a job, and it was to rescue her beloved. That job is not complete. If Sawyer is in there, I have a responsibility to saving him. I, I am with Ikma and Tulia. Well, Phil says that if the stopping of Carrion Crown is a greater uh, get, getting rid of a greater evil, that is what I have to go with myself. It is what was is in my heart and what I set out to do from well ever since I woke up on the the operating stone slab. Nana Opal's been haunting us and following our every move. I have to go after her to make sure she stops. She can't be left to keep going on and terrorizing people. We gotta put an end to it. I I can't help but think it is dangerous to split our numbers at this time so close to our final goal, but if we proceed forward with Nana Opal behind us, we will find ourselves attacked on two sides, I fear. This may be the best way forward. I, I shudder to think what horrors you all might find in this demiplane constructed by this evil witch. And I wish Phrasma's blessings upon you, but I cannot join you. It seems that this is our best way forward. How about you, Vance? Well, you know I'm going wherever Eclipse goes. Ah, yes. My friend by proxy. The best type of friend, in my opinion. No choice in the matter. That is, if I can get more than four hit points. <laughs> hey, I I took extra to make sure you didn't die. Well, Again. if you continued on without me in this circumstance, it wouldn't have gone well, I don't think. At least I'm another target for whatever's in there. I'm not trying to make you a target. It's just been bad luck, okay? Seems like it follows you plenty. Okay, well, we're gonna at least be with our best friend. Yes. And, and you know, he'll help keep us safe. And you know we've got the singing one in the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be fine. I thought by now you'd remember our names. Yes, I do, friend. <laughs> Steamboat Willie. Are you doing that thing where, like, you pretend you don't know their names, so they stop thinking we're so close? Keep it down. <laughs> <laughs> they need to know their place. Tuli would turn to the Nana Opal group, and she would say, "Now y'all need to know one thing for sure. I need that phylactery." That's mine. I got to take that back. That is important for me. I'm all about destroying her, but I need that. That is critical. If y'all are fine with that, we can keep going, but I, I will need it. What does that mean? Does that mean that Opal cannot be destroyed or you are going to take that remnant of her soul and do something to it? I, 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 I am not saying no. I just want to be very clear. If we're going into fight, Nana Opal needs to go down. We can't have her popping back up two years down the road to have this same problem. 
I gotta take her phylactery on a, on over to Abaddon. I understand, but what does that mean? Are you going to purify it, destroy it? I'm gonna give it away. Yeah, see, it's a little hard to just kind of let you go with it if it means that she's gonna be around just somewhere else. It would certainly feel better if no world had to deal with her evil. I don't think they're just gonna let her run loose. But she could be used as a powerful weapon that could be set loose on anyone. Now, they didn't tell me what what exactly I needed to bring besides the phylactery, I guess. If, uh, if she's destroyed, doesn't she always go back to her phylactery? Or do we have to destroy that to fully destroy her, too? The latter. Yeah, okay. I'm not sure what to tell y'all, because this is, this is not a comp... Like, I can't compromise here. This is serious. I, it's a requirement. Well... I can't get out of it. It's not that I want it either. And well, I, I don't think anyone's saying no. I think we just want to know what that means. I'm gonna give it to someone in Abaddon. That's that's about, that's all I'm doing. I don't have a control after that. Can you add some control to it? Add a clause or something? I'm pretty sure that ship sailed, but I can try. I think there are ways where she could be imprisoned, where she couldn't hurt other people. I mean, okay, okay, guys. I'll be honest. I hate her just as much as you guys, but she's still got a soul. And I think that we should, I mean, end, end her existence as, as quickly as possible because of the evil that she's done. And it's a little hard to just kind of let her evil go somewhere else. You know, without having a a 100% guarantee, you know? How about this? We destroy her in a way that her soul returns to the phylactery. Yes, that's always been the plan. Tulia takes that phylactery. Perhaps one or more of us accompany her back to Abaddon and see what will happen where that phylactery goes. I I don't want her just to get released, but if it ends up in someone's hands who is going to imprison her or uh, put her in a place where she can do no harm, that essentially uh, fulfills our goals, right? I I would just feel better if we knew what turning her over to a nameless person would mean. You know, you've got a good point. And, you know... Saw and Anya are safe as well. I'd, I'd, I'd feel okay with that, uh, Durin. If you, if you were to, to give, to give me your word that that that's our uh, plan forward. If we, if we can capture her soul. What do you think, Tulia? I'm sure you don't want whoever takes her soul just to let her loose again, right? We just need to make sure that whoever gets her is going to ensure that she's not a threat going forward. I'm not looking to release any sort of evil. I, I just have to do what's ca- what I've been ordered to do. And so, yeah, I, if y'all want to come or if, if one of you wants to come, when I hand this over, that's fine. But I have to do that part. What we do after, sure, we can make some plans, but I got to hand it over. Okay. I 
I'm fine with that. As long as she doesn't go loose again, we would have achieved our goal. All I ask is that you be cautious and I trust you. Agreed. I'm like, I'm like 60% sure that maybe this is just a trophy. Better like than he, he likes good things, right? Well, it's settled then. You will take her phylactery. We will figure out what is going to exactly happen with the Abaddon uh, change of hands. And if it is not going to go the way that we hope it does, then maybe we spring back into action. Is that amenable to everybody? I agree. It's our best plan forward. We have to stay together as a team. All right, I'm, a, I'm all in then. Right. Let's kill this lich. All right, well, we've made our plans. How much well, longer do we have on our death ward? Uh, not much. I'm going to say, you know, if you guys are healing, it's gone. Okay. Yeah. Healing's got to happen. Yes. We only had like a couple minutes going into this anyway. Yeah, that's what I had written down. Yeah, I think you had like three or four minutes before the clip-off fight. Mm-hmm. Before we split, Lyra's definitely going to give that to everyone except for... Is it Durin who has the ability to do that? Before we split, Tulia's going to use the greater wand for everyone. Let me double check that I have one of those left. I'm fairly confident that I do and that that won't be a problem. Oh, you know what? I am out. I only prepared one today, but Durin uh, reaches into his pack and pulls out this opalescent pearl that he picked up on... Uh, our journey down to the shackles, which is a fourth level boro bead, and can reprepare that extract and take it. So he'll use the boro bead for the day, but that re-ups his death ward. Awesome. Okay. Um, Emily, I calculated it for you. You spent one turn before the combat started, and the combat lasted two turns. So the uh, the summon has is your summon one minute. Uh, let me double check. It only has two cure serious wounds that it can cast. Oh, okay, so, so it won't matter. Yeah. I was just gonna say I think it I think it has seven rounds of existence left. If it has enough spells to you know. Yes, it only gets the two. Alright, well to fully heal heal Lopper and Eclipse, well not even to fully heal, but to mostly heal Lopper and Eclipse, I need at least three full minutes on the greater wand. Matumbe is down exactly 120, so oh, that's okay, three. Perfect. Exactly, yeah. If if we can afford that, thank you. We can. Sweet. How many more? Air bears at eight of. A what? lot. Yeah. Um, down 156. So four minutes. And Ikmer's down 41. So one minute. And the Berlani can do an additional 32 healing to someone? Eclipse is only down 10 at this point. So you want to take some of the Berlani healing then? I was going to say, it doesn't matter much. I'm only down 10, okay. so that's like not much. So if someone else needs it more. Uh, if if Uska takes that, then she only needs one minute of the healing from the greater. Okay. Okay, so we all kind of healed up? Yeah, now I'm slowly taking off all of my buffs that were one minute per level. Okay, smart. Barb skin is 10 minutes per level, so you're all good with that still. So now I would say, you know, this is a good time to re-up Death Ward and re-up the minute per level stuff. Um, I'm going to say, uh, with the party splitting up here, you won't have to track anything past 
um, rounds at this point, unless, you know, for some reason you decide to, like, stop for a long period of time, which I don't think you will. Yeah, Dern's going to slam a couple extracts going into the belly of the oven beast, but I got to look at what on my sheet is longer term. We're also going into an oven, so uh, if we got that Endure Elements... Endure Elements communal. uh, Hell yeah. That was what um, Tulia was planning to give to everyone. Oh, maybe is Matumbe able to look into that uh, magic precaution on the portal and see if there's a way we could disable it? Yeah, I was thinking as as soon as we finish healing and deciding what, you know, buffs are going to be, then we'll figure out this portal thing. Yes. But de- definitely, uh, Emily, we got to figure that out before we go in. Or try to, at least. Do we want life bubble as well? Good question. It would prevent any... It would be immune to any inhaled diseases and stuff. It, I, I I wouldn't be surprised that would, if it was overly, like, smoky in there. That's what I'm worried yeah. about. It's an oven, right? So it also protects from extreme temperatures and pressures like indoor elements. So I could just switch to life bubble instead. If you got it, we might as well. Okay. So everyone gets life bubble and it's a two hour per level spell split among everyone. I'm not worried. We, Durin's going false to life. He's going to use his mutagen to key on the invisibility. I think I'm throwing iron skin. Do we want to do stone skin communal? Sure. Why not? Spell resistance is dope. That lasts for a little while. And then that might be all that I do. Oh, resist energy fire, just in case. Uska's going to do some bit of luck on herself. And Lyra going to add some spell resistance. All right. So everyone has stone skin at level 14. So yeah, Durin is just like burning through like pills and injections and shit, burning through all of those alchemist extracts to get him buffed up. Uh, Notably, on the other hand, Mitsumbe is just kind of standing stoically. Um, He's not going into an outwardly hostile environment, so he's not going to overly... He's not going to overly buff there. And I think that pretty much locks me in. Clips is going to fly and have lead blades as well as, you know, the, the rest of the things that Tulia gave everyone. Is Tulia stone skin just for the party going in? Or is that like everybody? I did a full 2,250. Oh, you're awesome. I took full amount off. So damn 140 uh, for everyone. Although it, do- it doesn't last as long, but it still lasts plenty because it's multiple minutes. Yeah, that rocks. And same with that life bubble. Was that everybody or just the people going in? Uh, I just did it on everyone because okay. it's two hours per level. So I guess why not? Sweet. It's 28 hours split between us. Seems like enough. And life bubble looks like it's something that we'll just have to keep in mind because I don't think that that is a spell adjustment in uh, Hero Lab. Correct. An FYI. But I'm ready. Okay. The party says their goodbyes, potentially for the final time, as they split up with Matumbe Eclipse, Lyra and Air Bear heading towards the back of the room, towards the double doors and the rest of the group attempting to enter this portal. Like before, I'll take a UMD from whoever, as you're all kind of like together, to attempt to figure out how to like kind of trick this portal to thinking that you're allowed in. 
Kentulia eight eclipse. Yep. Awesome. Eclipse has a plus twenty three, and Tulia has a plus sixteen. So I know she's gonna aid. So Matume's got that plus twenty one. He's auto aiding, and then uh, Durin is as well with a plus twelve. You know, we saw the acolyte uh, use just that uh, skull amulet. I I I thought we at least picked one up from I don't know, like the Dark Rider. So, so Matume does have that um, that thing. What the hell is it called? I have a moribund key. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he can flash it. I don't know if that does anything, Griff. Uh, I think from your, like, 50 before, you would know, like, Opal sets names. Okay. Like, names of people that are allowed in. So it's not, it's, like, more selective and more private than a like whispering way thing mm-hmm. like no acolytes could come in here without you know taking fighting the golem and taking damage yeah before I give my number any other it's I hit both of mine are you doing use magical yeah. device yep Uska can aid nice. okay 47 with a 47 you and like your allies are like kind of tink- tinkering by the edge of the portal and you're able to kind of, you see like a ripple on the surface and the the portal clears slightly and you see a list of names and you're able to add your names to the list. But beyond that, you see this and, and kind of smell too at the side of this portal, this candy forest uh-huh. and at the end of what looks like a powdered sugar snow fall like this fresh snowfall at the end you see this gingerbread hut and you can see in like the candy glass window the sugar the face that you saw in Tulia's magnificent mansion this sweet old lady just corrupted and off, just looking out towards the portal from the glass within the gingerbread hut. Tulia is stepping in. Durin turns to the rest of the party and offers them like a half salute. It has been an honor serving with you. If we don't see each other again, take care of yourselves. Solve this thing. Win the war for us. And then he follows Tulia through. Uska looks around the room at all of the friends that she's now made and she gives everyone a little smile and a wave and she walks through the portal. You guys got this. And we'll take care of our thing too. Matume, I'll, I'll, and Eclipse, I'll, I'll see you soon. And then he, Ikmer, steps through. No love for Lyra. Oh, uh. <laughs> 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 Matube turns to a close. Well, they're all going to die, aren't they? That's the last we've seen of them. Well, I mean, yes, but also they did take a really good healer. That so mm. I'm still here too. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, the singing one. <laughs> <laughs> And how are you doing, Mouse? Well, that... I, I don't even have a good response to that. It's so rude. 
I, I've always treasured your friendship, Harold. <laughs> Ron Swanson approach. <laughs> Harold and Lisa, two of my favorites. <laughs> Those of you left behind see something that makes your stomach drop. The portal begins to shrink. Uh. And the last thing that you smell is no longer the scent of cookies and gingerbread and candy, but the scent of burning flesh as the portal winks out of existence and the demiplane closes. The uh, sphincter has uh, released a certain fart here. That is not a good sign and probably not for us uh, going forward, Tisa. And the dangers that we face. Yeah, I really hope one of those ha- one of them has a tuning fork to get back. Hmm. Oh, perhaps they probably do. Ship. Well, the only way forward is down. As you open the double doors and see a staircase that descends into blackness. From what you can see, down fifty, sixty. And then you don't see the bottom, but you do hear now with the doors open, a ritual taking place, ritualistic chanting from down below. And I need you to finish your drinks because we'll see you next week. Oh my God. Oh, oh, here it goes. Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Inc. and used with permission.